Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. Welcome to Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552-535. Good morning and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Holly Fowler, joined by Brent Costello this morning. How are you? Good, Holly. Good to be back. Nice to see you. Yeah, How are you? nice to see you too. It's uh, it's a beautiful day here in Tassie. Sun slowly coming up, although it was a bit hard for me to get out of bed this morning. I don't know about you. It was very yes, cold. Difficult. So, oh, <laughs> can I talk about parking off the top though? I oh drove around looking for a park this morning. Yeah. One hour parks. One hour parks. Don't do it for me on a Saturday. We no. need more than one hour. Yeah. You find a three-hour park, 15 bucks yeah. to park. Yeah. I know people in Melbourne may be listening to this. Who would be yeah. <laughs> 15 bucks. That's yeah. always change. What I are you know. talking about? But for us in Tassie, that's robbery. hefty. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. I think we should get free parking if we're coming in to do the show at this hour. Getting here at 7 a.m., I reckon <laughs> it's time for us to have some free parking VIP around parking, this place. <laughs> That'd be nice. Look, Brent, it's been a big week of sport um, with wins so far. This footy round from the D's, which was exciting. And obviously, Eagles got up last night. I see you donning your, mm-hmm. your Eagles cap and, and jumper. You were rude not to. pretty stoked last night. Yeah, I was, actually. I had a feeling going into the game it might be a, a good night for the Eagles. I don't know why. And Essendon obviously up from the week before with a big win over yeah. the Saints. But I just thought we're getting a few back. I'm an Eagles supporter for those that don't know. And they were brilliant. They were they were tested from the from the outset but worked their way slowly back into the game. Got yeah. the ten point win in the end. Probably flattered the scoreboard a little bit the bombers uh, in the dying moments. They they got a few cheapies. But um yeah no really happy with that win and you don't want to win too many games now, though. We can't make the final, so we want a good draft pick still. So yeah, it's okay. just, don't get too too good, boys. Don't clear uh, your Jets, boys. You don't want another. No, exactly. <laughs> and a good win to, to the Doggies as well Yeah, last night against the Hawks. My fingers are crossed for a win from North tomorrow. It'd be really good to see. And there's a few out, obviously, from the Crows. So, look, it could happen. you got a feeling? I've got a feeling they might I get know. up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah maybe. It's, it feels more positive than previous weeks, that's for sure. And um, obviously this week, continuing controversy around Jordan Dugowie. But first, let's let you know what's happening in sport in our own backyard. We're kicking off the show today with our Tasmanian sports news update for Harrison Agents, the Tasmanian real estate expert. So first off the bat is the Jack Jumpers. We've got a new Tasmanian Jack Jumpers recruit, Rashad. What do you know about Rashad? Yeah, Rashad Kelly's played a bit mm. uh, in France of late. And mm. he, he'll come in as that replacement for Mikhail McIntosh, really, yep. the, the big and... Uh, probably a little bit more athletic than Mackay was, which is good, and uh, he'll f- he'll fit in nicely. And then also yesterday we we saw Milton Doyle as well, who's had NBA experience. He played awesome. around ten games in Brooklyn, got signed by Chicago, played with their G League team. So we're pretty much there. That's that's pretty much the squad. They're after a couple more development uh, development players, and then a next star as well. Uh, yeah. But apart from that, the the squad's locked in and. 
looks pretty sharp, I reckon. Doyle will play as that sort of two guard and, and uh, has played the point as well as Josh Majette does for us. So mm-hmm. he it, it all should go well. And obviously, faith in Scott Roth. Look what he did for us yeah, last year. No, so yeah. he's got unbelievable contacts right, acor- right across the globe. So I think uh, we don't have to worry about the players he's bringing in. They'll be elite, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon. I love Scotty. He's so passionate, isn't he? I just love yeah, him. And yeah, I was I was watching his presser the other day, Rashad, and um, he said he's always been a big fan of the NBA, NBL and playing in Australia. He's always sort of been on his radar, but he he said he's quite frightened more of the insects than the actual competition. <laughs> I still remember McCall McIntosh <laughs> saying the same thing last yeah. year. I think they think kangaroos bounce down the main streets here and yeah. stuff like that. But uh, yeah, that's no, interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, look, the NBL was becoming a prominent league right around yeah, the world. Is, isn't Obviously, it? it was dead on its knees probably, what, ten, less than 10 years ago. And Larry yeah. Kesselman has done a wonderful job building it right back up to the elite competition it is now. Mm. And these players, these star players from right around the world, want to come and get involved, which is great. It's awesome. And Rashad's actually played against his now teammate, Josh Majette, in Turkey. And he's battled against his um, former jack jumper, Josh Adams and, and Mikhail. So that's pretty cool. He'll be back with uh, playing with Josh this time and, and not yes. against him. So that's um, that's pretty awesome. be good to see those two together. A couple of points out of that. Uh, I, love, I was on the press conference with Rashad the other day and he said yeah. Josh Majetti <laughs> oh my god didn't quite know his new teammate's name Majetti. real well Majetti Spaghetti but um, we should that, call that him that funny. from now on and I heard I listened into to Jack and Flash yesterday morning they had Anthony Stewart on who's yeah. obviously the Hobart Chargers coach and yeah, he yeah. said that uh, there's a few whispers that Josh Adams may sign with Melbourne United interesting wouldn't that be something I mean, that would be something I think we'd be okay if uh, he signs overseas somewhere but coming back to a rival NBL club I know that's a different kettle of fish and I'm not sure what sort of reception he might get at my state bank arena yeah. if he <laughs> comes down in a Melbourne United singlet <laughs> would get uh, I think you'd get a few hollers from the crowd that's for sure Um, a little bit uh, local news around football Tasmania I love this my state bank is supporting um, football Tasmania by providing a free ball to every registered junior player in Tassie I just thought that's so cool Um, we're going to get the CEO Brett on next week but just thought that's so amazing giving back to the community and um, there's no better way to do that than encouraging young kids in grassroots sports. So I think that's all class from my side. I just thought I'd mention that because I thought that's awesome. Um, TSL, obviously, tell us about that. It was a big win last weekend. Um, yeah. Up, yeah, Utah Stadium last week. It was one of the great finishes you, you're likely to see. Uh, Kingborough and the North Launceston Footy Club are going head-to-head. Kingborough hadn't won up at Utah Stadium for... Well, since their inception into the TSL back in 2014, mm. so it's been a long time that they they haven't been able to get the job done in Launceston. Uh, Jordan Lane took a mark for the Tigers just as the siren went. It was a split <laughs> second. I'm talking split second before That's the siren good. went. I saw went that back, all over Twitter. Yeah, yeah, went back, slotted the goal. There was a bit of controversy. North, North Launceston players thought it might have hit, hit the post. It didn't, uh, said the umpires, and, uh, and Kingborough escaped with a win, which is really important for them because... Uh, we know Launceston Blues are going so well this year. Mm. The grand finals likely to be in Launceston. A lot of the finals be at Utah Stadium. So to go up there and get a confidence-boosting win like that will hopefully um, yeah, get rid of a few mental demons for them that they can actually mm. win at the venue. No games this weekend in the, in the TSL. They've got a competition yep. by, and that's because at the start of the season, I think they put it in place for COVID, just in case oh, they play right. some catch-up okay. games. Yeah, yep. Because we know TSL teams get a buy. One team gets a buy every week in the TSL. So there was no real need for it as far as from a rest point of view goes I guess but yeah, it's right. there um, to make sure that yeah we didn't have to have any catch up games but obviously things are going pretty well on the COVID front so yeah, it's, it's good isn't it <laughs> oh that sun we're just saying the sun's <laughs> my peaking. big head's blocking it yeah blocking the sun for me thank you <laughs> um, and yeah just about the AFL um, we've got Adelaide here tomorrow at Blunston Arena and uh, Blunster 
Blunston Arena. Gosh, I can't get my words out this morning. <laughs> um, against North tomorrow. And I, as we mentioned earlier, a bit of a good feeling about North. But we'll see how we go. But um, the Roos are dedicating this round to stay chatty, which is amazing, yeah. um, which I love. We had Mitchie on last last week. Um, so if you're heading down to Blunston tomorrow, wear a pair of shorts for, yes. for Ty. It'll be cold, <laughs> but do it. I know. I'm on the boundary, so I might, <laughs> I might have to don a pair of shorts. I'll be freezing. You'll but be fine. all for a good cause. All for a good cause. Anyway, um, that's our Tasmanian Sports Update. We'll be back after a short break to play Hot or Not. So tune in. Um, let us know what you're thinking. Send us a text on the text line or give us a call in um, and we'll chat to you after the break. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. On Saturdays in Tassie, hot or not. I was a bit early there. Quarter past eight. You're excited. I That's know. Okay. I was just excited about Hot or Not. <laughs> Holly and Brent with you this morning. We are playing Hot or Not. And this week, Hot or Not is brought to you by Heart Sports Drinks, fueling Tassie Sport on sale now and available at your favourite local store. Hot or Not. During the week, obviously, we saw that Jordan Ngoi received a $25,000 suspended fine. Um, and I thought it's time to unpack this. Do you think Hot or Not, as in do you think over the top with the with that ruling or do you think it was probably fair well it's suspended too isn't it mm. so look it's a it's a difficult situation isn't it yeah. um you know as i think eddie mcguire and others have said during the week you know the the punishment is missing footy and it's all the the talk that's been going on about this for the last well, since it's happened over in bali so mm. yeah look at 24 it's twenty five thousand dollars to jordan to Probably mm. not much. No. Let's be honest. So it's the, the punishment he's getting, I think, is is away from the field and going through what he's had have to do had to deal with since this has happened, mm. I suppose, and and missing tomorrow's clash, etc. Mm. Mm. It's an interesting one, and I think, oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I see. I watched his video um, yesterday. Journo had gone into his home, and it was such a change of tune from the social media posts that he put up like yeah, he, yeah. and he was apologizing in this video and seemed I guess a bit more remorseful maybe that's because he had a bit more time to think about it or I'm not too sure but he might have got some advice you know yeah. the, the things to say and he, he, he you know he's had some time to think I suppose mm, so maybe he has mm. changed his thoughts on the whole thing but uh, certainly it's going to be an interesting few months for him, I guess, out of contract at Collingwood, looking for that new deal, which was on the table. Now it's off the table. Mm. We understand St Kilda's been right in, into him for a long time. Yeah. So what happens from here is anyone's guess. But I definitely uh, think he's on his last, definitely I'd his last chance. Be sure to hear from Collingwood supporters on the text line if you want yeah. to get to us, because uh, do you want him to stay at the club? Do you want him to go? It's a, it's a fascinating situation, I reckon. Mm, there seems to be a lot of support around him, particularly from... Um, Collingwood representatives and um, Collingwood supporters that want to see him back and um, yeah it'd be interesting I think the club wants to wrap their arms around him and have him back so we'll see what happens but there's um, I noticed during the week which which was interesting that I got an email because I'm signed up to change.org for a whole bunch of things and I got there's a change.org petition going around um, with over 26,000 signatures last time I checked it which was yesterday to urge the AFL to instate the no fault stand down policy that the NRL have done. I wonder if something like that will happen with the AFL in future just around obviously um, the sexual assault allegations and everything that happened years ago whether that's something the AFL are going to adopt. Um, yeah. 
What, what is, can you explain what that is for our listeners that wouldn't know? The no-fault stand-down policy is, I think, uh, basically, I'm pretty sure, and, and don't quote me because I'm still doing my research on it, but basically it's um, any time that a player or something might have a sexual assault allegation come about them, it's just basically no-faults, like you're you don't get a chance to keep playing or right. it's it's pretty much a, a pretty much a stand down. I mean okay. I was talking about this yesterday because I think um proven until um you know found guilty in in Australia is is a good thing um in some instances like I I think back to Majak Door um for example when that whole thing came out and um it was obviously found not not to be true um years ago and I just yeah I think that's it, it's positive and negative but yeah, I hope that. I mean, I hope that J- Jordan Dugowie comes back and and gets the support that he needs. He's come out and spoken about ADHD and yeah. all the rest of it, and and maybe it's a, a wake up call for him and he'll come back stronger. I mean, that at least that's the hope. So, we'll see. Um, I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a tricky one. How many lives do you get? You know, like uh, obviously yeah. he had the, the incident in New York last year. We know that mm. now. Now this, and he's had a few things on his rap sheet before now. So yeah, you just wonder how much of a risk it would be for another club to take him on. Mm, yeah. 25 years of age, he's only going to get more mature as he goes on, you'd think. Mm, but, mm. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting situation. Yeah, we'll see. It continues to develop. But um, another one, hot or not, is the Gold Coast president coming out um, and has made a comment now about the 19th license. Oh, has he? Tony. Oh, yeah. I've never heard that from him before. <laughs> get some new material, man. I know. Basically, the gist of his conversation is that Gold Coast and other clubs are already um, financially struggling, so they're concerned of a 19th license Yawn. coming into the mix. And what do you make of that? Hold uh, on. Not. <laughs> Tell us why. Imagine if I said hot. Oh, my God. The text line would be, <laughs> yeah, get this guy off. Oh, look, Tony Cochran, yeah, I don't know, like... <laughs> Mate, your team is propped up by the AFL each and every year for millions of dollars. Mm. Well, I, I get his point. I get what he's saying, but gee whiz, we deserve a team here, and yeah. let's make it happen. Mm. And I know there's consequences, etc. You know, mm. it's a tough time, difficult time for clubs, but uh, a lot of the clubs seem supportive too, which is good. And yeah. we're not hearing from them at the moment. We're only hearing from the, the, t- the clubs that aren't supportive of this. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look, August can't come quick enough. I just want it done. I know, I just want an answer. This, and we this can holding just move on. period now is frustrating. Yeah. So, the, the quicker this fight comes around, the better, I think, for all of us. Yeah. So, basically, the um, Tassie government, are they saying now, and I'm still reading and catching up on all of this, but are they saying basically that it's going to be up to the AFL to fund this, to help fund this arena, and then they're not oh, well, sort of coming to the party? Or what's the situation? Everyone's going to have to help fund it. Yeah. Um, so local government, state government, federal government, yeah. private investment. Um, the thing I think is the most important part at the moment is where is it going to be? Um, mm. Mac Point's sort of coming back into the news a little cool. bit, but yeah. my spies tell me it won't fit on Mac Point. So mm. the... the uh, so that obviously regatta point, they have to build out into the water if it goes up there. So mm. it's got to be a CBD stadium, but um, yeah, I think regatta point still the likely option. But it's going to cost a building out onto the water can't be cheap. Can no, it? surely not. And I think that's where the cost for from Optus, the blowout cost for Optus Stadium in Perth came yeah. from. The structure underneath the stadium was was more bang on the yeah. Yeah, it needs to be obviously. Um, uh, you know, have really good foundations, clearly, for a big stadium like that. Mm, so, mm. yeah, look, uh, yeah, a lot to unpack. Um, the, as I said last week, 
to you though on on the show. Uh, the feasibility study into the stadium won't be done until January, so the presidents will be voting on this without knowing what the stadium piece looks like. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, the plans look pretty spectacular. They are. <laughs> yeah, I was driving over the bridge <laughs> yesterday. Amazing. Thinking, imagine driving over the Tasman Bridge, looking over to your your left there as you're driving over into the CBD and seeing a big stadium mm. like Optus looks over in Perth. It'd be just unbelievable. Yeah. It would be amazing. Um, Some would say too unbelievable, like it won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness me. We'll see what happens. And I, I liked this um, this comment on Twitter, whether you agree with it, I'd like a hot or not. But the irony being that a Tassie team would be better placed to financially to support itself than a Gold Coast team ever will. The Suns license should have gone to Tassie to begin with. Yeah, well, a lot of people show that opinion, don't they? That uh, the Gold Coast should never have been there in the first place, but... Look, there's no denying what, the, what it's done for the game on the Gold Coast. I think yeah. the participation at junior level up there is absolutely booming, yeah, awesome. and that's what they wanted. Yeah. So, look, yeah, the Suns might not have had the success they would have liked, but I think underneath that, it looks pretty good. Mm. Um, not so sure about GWS under underneath there. Well, I think it's flipped a little bit. I think GWS has been the successful team, obviously, but I'm not sure what it looks like underneath. But, yeah, Gold Coast certainly, I think, is going pretty well uh, mm. as far as junior participation goes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I found one <laughs> earlier on Twitter. Um, I think this is hot. I'm just going to say it's hot, but I like your opinion. Robbie Williams on potentially being the AFL Grand Final Entertainment. Hot. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. A bit of Angels at the Grand yeah. Final. Yes, please. Yeah, I reckon it'll be good. I reckon it'll be really good. Um, <laughs> I know. No, he's a star. Do you and remember Meatloaf? Some... <laughs> oh, do I remember Meatloaf? I was there. It was oh extraordinary. <laughs> um, but you need some star power like that, don't yeah, you? Yeah, well, that'd Robbie be awesome. Williams, I don't think I've ever heard Robbie Williams sing a bad song. So no, neither. He'd come in and go bang, and I'll tell you what, we've probably saved this debate for another day, but I've, I've always said I like a day grand final. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit of a traditionalist, but being at the last two under lights, it's been awesome, and to think Robbie Williams could perform at, say, halftime mm. in darkness with a light show... Wow. That'd be magic. It'd I be pretty special. Yeah, it'd be, yeah cool. it'd be pretty awesome. Well, that has been hot or not. We'll go to a quick break now. Um, after the break, Brent is going to give us a time machine <laughs> update. Find out what happened on this date in sport, um, notable events, notable birthdays, all the rest of it. We'll find that out after a quick break. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. The Saturdays in Tassie Time Machine. I love this, the Time Machine. <laughs> this is like getting to you, be my favourite. I'm a big fan of the Time Machine. It was good last week. We um, we found out that it was Maddie Capuano's debut on the day that um, for North, yes. the, the day we, we were on last Saturday. I loved that. Um, Maddie Capuano, look forward to seeing him tomorrow. Down in the commentary box at Blunston, but uh, on this date, the 25th, what uh, what have you found, Brent? Yes, 25th of June. We go back to 1932, first Jeez, of all. Okay. I can't work out how old minus age I was at that point. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it was the commencement of India's first cricket test v England at Lords. Yep. Back on this day in 1932, England uh, were rattled early apparently, but went on to get the win. So mm-hmm. uh, that was good. 1957, we had the second Rugby League World Cup. New Zealand defeated Great Britain 29-21. Mm-hmm. Back in 1977, the eighth Rugby League World Cup. Australia got the job done this time round against Great Britain 13-12. 1978, the FIFA World Cup final. We saw Argentina Argentina defeat the Netherlands 3-1 after extra time. Mm-hmm. 1983, 
Cricket World Cup final at Lords. Uh, India upset the West Indies by 43 runs to win its first title. Uh, in 1983, how about this? Also in 1983 on this mm. day, Warwick Kappa debuted for Sydney. Oh, huge. The, the great whiz <laughs> that made his debut and what a career he went on to have. Uh, the great man. I wasn't awesome. even born when Warwick Kappa made his debut. That's uh, frightening. Wow. Uh, in 1988, the UEFA European Championship final was held and uh, the Netherlands beat the Soviet Union 2-0. In 1988, Jason Dunstall kicked nine goals for Hawthorne against Geelong. Huge. In 1991, Martina Nav- Navratilova won a record 100th singles match at Wimbledon. That's pretty That's pretty big, isn't it? Yeah, 100th singles match at Gee, Wimbledon. Gee, good that's, effort. Uh, that's huge. Didn't fact check that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds, sounds good. <laughs> does sound good. Uh, 1997, we had the NBA draft yesterday, of course, and we yep. under the Aussie boys that were picked up in that. Uh, mm-hmm. Really good stories out of that for the NBL, particularly. Yeah. But awesome. in 1997, we saw Tim Duncan. He was first picked by the San Antonio Spurs, and then two years later, on the same day, uh, his San Antonio Spurs beat the New York Knicks in the final, 78-75 in Game 5. Mm-hmm. And who was the MVP? Tim wow. Duncan. Two, two years from the ducks. day he was uh, drafted, got the MVP. In 2000, Lance Whitnell kicked nine goals for Carlton against Brisbane. Huge. Uh, also on that day in 2000, Richard Champion, the great champs, played his last game for Brisbane in that uh, particular match as well. Uh, what about this? You probably remember this. In 2014, Luis Suarez, Su- Suarez yeah. uh, was charged with biting. Remember that? Oh, World my Cup? God. I do remember that. Yeah. So that was uh, that was a big uh, talking point at the time. Just got a bit hungry. I actually remember that. Hungry during the game, old Louis. Oh, my God. And uh, 2016, Nathan Broad debuted for Richmond. 2017, on yep. this day, Sean Darcy debuted for Fremantle. Back in 2020, um, Liverpool clinched its first EPL soccer title in 30 years with seven games to spare. Oh, yes. Yep. Uh, so that was good. Chelsea, of course, uh, defeated Manchester City 2-1 at Stamford Bridge uh, mm-hmm. to uh, make sure that result took place. And in 2020, this is my final one, uh, yep. Josh Kennedy played his 250th uh, AFL game when they took on when his Sydney Swans took on the Western Bulldogs mm-hmm. in uh, round four. Obviously, it was a delayed start to the season in 2020. And... Um, Three famous birthdays for you today, too. 1976, the great Ricky Gervais was born. Oh, my God. Uh, I love Ricky which, Gervais. Oh, he's a superstar. Have you watched his um, show? Oh, what's Afterlife? It? Afterlife. I've seen the first. Netflix. There's three series now, I think, isn't there? Yeah. I think I've seen the first it's two. It's so good. Yeah. And he's got another one that's like, what's it called? Something Humanity, like one of his stand-up shows on Netflix is really good. Okay. Yeah. I'll need to check that out. Mm, I love, I love him. In 1963, the great George Michael was yep, born. Huge. And in 1973, Jamie Redknapp, uh, of course, who is a, a star midfielder, English midfielder in soccer, uh, went on to become a, an outstanding broadcaster as well. He was born mm. this day in 1973. That is the time machine wow. for this day. That was a good one. Thank you. My favourite was Warwick Kappa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is. What a man. What a man. I have to get him on the show one weekend. That would be cool. Yes. Yeah, that would be awesome. I love the time machine. How do you even <laughs> find all this information? Google is my friend. Yeah. <laughs> How long did that take you to prepare? That's uh, a, well, that's while. pretty awesome. I love that. As I said, didn't fact check uh, the tennis part. No, that's uh, okay. We'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Time Machine's my favourite. We'll be back after a short break chatting all things again. Jordan Degoe, and we're just going to unpack, I guess, what's been happening in the media, um, what members of Collingwood have had to say or members of the AFL, um, and also what Caro was uh, on Footy on Nine the other night spoke about it too, and she had some pretty strong opinions. So we'll unpack all that after a quick break. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. 
get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 555. Brent, we're back and we're talking all things Jordan Dugowie, the man of the hour, obviously, at the moment. There's been so many differing opinions in the media and I thought, let's unpack it because there's so much controversy and opinions going around. Um, obviously, Collingwood has allowed him personal leave for a week, so he won't be playing this Sunday against GWS, which, to be fair, is a loss in terms of um, for Collingwood. He has been... Good player. Yeah, he's, he's been, a good, yeah. good player. Yeah, he's a um, loss. Oh, speaking of which, though, mm-hmm. um, what's, the, what's the saying? Um, oh, I can't remember now, but it creates opportunity for someone else, and that person is Isaac Chug yeah, true. from Launceston. So he gets to debut tomorrow, That's uh, which is really exciting. He uh, yeah for the Lonnie Footy Club and uh, got picked up, been over there for, for last season and finally gets his opportunity. So I can't yeah. wait to see Chuggy run around tomorrow. Well, there's tomorrow. a positive that's come out of a negative situation, I guess. Mm. That's mm, cool. That's right. I look yeah. forward to watching. I'm going to be tuning in even uh, even more so now to see how he goes. Exactly. Hailing from Lonnie. How good's that? That is good. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of members in, in the media and club officials making comments this week. Um, Gil has made a stance against Jordan's mention of having ADHD when he said, um, he basically said, when people start getting into all that, it's not my space. I'm pretty clear. I don't think it's an excuse. It's worth talking about because... People, I think it's important to talk about the conditions they have and get treatment, but I don't think it's an excuse here instinctively. I don't know that he... Oh, yeah, it's it's a tough one. I watched Caro the other night as well, and she was all guns blazing, just basically being like she's had a gut full of players blaming their mental health for poor decision-making. Um, I think this is dangerous because we already know that in terms of mental health um, in males... it. it it, there's, there is still a stigma around it of coming out and talking about mental health. I mean, we spoke that, spoke to, um, spoke to Mitchie from Stay Chatty about that last week. So I see, I see two sides to this. I see, yes, I don't think it's an excuse. I mean, everyone I think has has their issues, and I don't know that we can we can always blame poor decision making on that. However, I don't know that it's fair to just sort of like bat that down straight away when, you know, we don't really know what goes on behind closed doors and, um, you know, we don't know, I personally don't know what it's like to have ADHD. I'm not saying it's an excuse, but I don't know whether we should be going for that element that hard because is that, what ripple effect does that have? Like, does that mean that someone else is going to be like, oh, well, look at the sort of feedback Jordan got when he said that, like, maybe I won't talk about it now. What do you think? Yeah, look, it's an interesting one, as we said earlier, like, you don't know what someone's going through and what this is doing as well. Like, obviously, the added um, pressure that he is now under, mm. um, if you're dealing with issues already, um, that's only going to um, be compounded, isn't it, with all this going on now. Mm. Um, the other point we made last week, though, um, and please, I'm not excuse, trying to excuse anything he's done, but who, why are his friends filming him in a nightclub? And that's the thing that... And this goes back, like, with Bailey Smith as well. I just think, yeah. like... If you're in that position, okay, fair enough. I don't think you should be doing that. Obviously, I don't mm. condone that on the weekends or anything like that. But why are your friends filming you? Like, I guess... And I why are you playing up to the camera yourself? So yeah, you know it's not being, smart. It's not smart at all. It isn't smart. And I think there's got to be an element of that. You are representing your footy club or your workplace, for example. Like, I'm I'm representing SEN, so um, not that I'd be going out and doing crazy things like that on the weekend anyway, but mm. I'm still cautious of 
you know, what I say to people in public places or at, if I'm at work events because you're representing your workplace yeah. at the end of the day and they are in a privileged position. So I think it's important that they just kind of pull their heads in. Here's one for you. It's, yeah. What, what Should clubs be able to tell players what they can and can't do in their spare time? So as soon as they mm. clock off, as soon as Degoe walks out of whatever the... The Magpies headquarters is called these. Those have mm. that many sponsors. Should mm. they should they be able to say, "Yeah, Jordan, you're not going to Bali," or is if he's on a week off, should he be mm. be able to make his own choice and do what he wants to do? Yeah, it's an interesting one. Look, I think Craig McRae he joined um, SEN earlier in this week, and he th- he threw much support behind Jordan, obviously being the coach. But I think he makes a good point that it's sort of like if you treat men like boys or you treat men like men, you know, it's sort of like, do you let them make their their own decisions? Uh, He's made it pretty clear he's not going to try and control what anyone does. Um, But in saying that, if someone's repeatedly making poor decisions, um, such as Jordan Ngoi, should he have the same freedoms that other players have that are representing their club Hmm. properly? Like, yeah, it's it's a tough one because it's sort of like if... It's sort of like that old chestnut of if you're putting too much control on someone are they going to just rebel anyway yeah um whereas but then if you give someone you know total freedom like jordan to obviously at the moment he's proven that he can't um you know sort of abide by the rules so yeah. it's it's a tough one what do you think yeah look yeah i think you're right when you said you got to treat adults like adults don't mm. you and trust have a bit of trust in them mm. um but you're right when someone keeps continually stepping out of the line that's when you do need to come in and, and mm. try and guide them on the right path i suppose so mm. yeah look it's a it's a it's a big talking point everyone's had their say on it haven't they yeah let's be honest and um yeah look i, I just hope everything is solid we see jordan to go back playing footy whether it's at collingwood whether it's uh st kilda next year wherever it is mm. we want the best players out there playing footy and and that's what his focus should be on hopefully yeah. moving forward. Yeah, it's interesting as well because yeah, obviously, um, Collingwood has withdrawn its contract offer to Dugowie. Um, It was believed to be two years with a trigger for two more at around eight hundred thousand yeah. a season. So, I think he knows he's on his last legs. Um, you don't want him to get to later in life when he's retired and ten years down the track after he retired, regretting this point in his life, thinking what might have been if he had been on the straight and narrow, and mm. just you know. Look, just focusing on his career. Mm, mm. I I listened to Fev earlier in the week. He made a good point because I mean, Fev was he's one of yeah. the all time greats. But he he even admitted himself. He's like, I guess I'm not mentioned as much in that era for my footballing skills um, that I bought because of my off field antics. And that was he sort of really looking back owned it. And he just said, I'd love to just sit down yep. with to go in just yep. be like what are you doing mate like and how good a player was Fev and you're right we I don't know. speak about that at all we don't yeah he says you know they sort of don't my footballing career in terms of on field isn't spoken with as much respect as as others around that time yep. because of yeah a direct result of what and it, it's and he's totally admitted that and owned it and I think I think the problem for a lot of people here is that he didn't just come out and own it straight away um and that social media post is still sitting up, whether we look into that and go, oh, is that a big deal or not? But his apology yesterday in his house is very, very different to what he originally came out and basically just shifted the blame onto the media. And um, yeah, they're two very differing, 
differing um, apologies. But, yeah, it was good to see that at least, yeah, he's owning it now. And, yeah, well, let's just hope we'll, we'll see when we when he comes back. But, yeah, yeah anyway, it's a it's a interesting one. Um, skipping now, obviously, we've been talking about um, getting our own team here in Tassie and all of that. Um, and Eddie's come out with, a, I guess, a controversial plan of mm-hmm. what... <laughs> Classic Eddie making <laughs> so many comments about this. Yeah. Um, what's his plan? Can you talk us through this? Well, yeah, it came out last week uh, on Footy Classified, and his plan, I think, honestly, in my own opinion, I think Eddie does genuinely care about Tasmania's push for a team. Mm. But his point was, we need a backup plan. If this does fall over, what's going to happen with Tassie Footy? Mm. And his pitch was about North Melbourne, but didn't have to be. He just used North. Melbourne as the example, about mm. playing 11 games here in Tasmania and 11 games in Melbourne, which means they wouldn't play anywhere else in Australia. So mm. there's an advantage for North Melbourne to start with. You're playing in two two locations for the mm. year, not travelling at Perth and Adelaide, Brisbane, I suppose Sydney. for the players, that's not a bad thing. Like home ground, Good home ground advantage. You probably sort of feel like venues. you get two kind of homes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that, that was his point, and making it a super club, and having Alistair Clarkson as the the coach and Brendan Gale as a potential CEO and, and things like that and mm. the the problem I have with it is North Melbourne is and I'm sorry Holly to say this your team but they're on the nose they're <laughs> no really one wants to go and watch yeah. them um, no one goes to watch them playing four games here let alone eleven mm. yeah so I mean yes you could capture the hearts and the imagination of people like my kids that are young enough to if they did come here mm. they'd follow them probably and follow them into the future and mm. that's you get that next generation coming through but I've got my own team. My mates have got my own team. Everyone's got their own team. Mm. So who's going to go and watch North Melbourne play? Yes, you'll go and play them if... Uh, well, Siri, Siri's talking to me. Oh. My watch. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, you'll go and watch... If you're a Collingwood supporter, you'll go and watch um, North Melbourne play Collingwood if they play here, but you're not going to go every week. Mm. And that's the problem. You need people and bums on seats each and every week to make this thing work, and no yeah. one is interested. Mm. Oh, it's just... I don't know, but I, I guess he's right. Like, if this all does fall to pieces and we this doesn't happen we do have to have a plan b whether and, uh, yeah, it's and, just like i don't know and how that looks from a state government perspective too because they have absolutely mm. no interest in a relocated team no and as gil mclaughlin said when he came down a couple of weeks ago didn't north say they, they're, they're not, not interested. either they're exactly. not interested yeah. yeah gil mclaughlin said all the works that's being done is on a 19th license mm. so uh yeah, we've probably given enough steam and airtime for something that's probably not going to happen anyway, but um, I can't see. And yeah, the government will not fund it. Mm. So mm-hmm. it's, it'll be up, it'll be up to the AFL. Um, they probably still want a new stadium. So yeah, it's a, it's it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's pretty pie in the sky, I think, that, mm. that plan. Mm. Well, something a little bit more lighthearted. Later in the show, we're talking about Lauren Jackson and her return to the Opals. And it got me thinking, I'm putting you on the spot a little bit you here. You are here. But um, if you could see, because obviously she's come back out of retirement, mm-hmm. and if you could see someone come back to sport out of retirement, who would you pick? What's the conditions on this? Is it too... Do they have to be as good as they were back then or just a one-off game? or what? what is it, am I looking too much into this? I, I just need to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's say, like, they give it a good crack. Let's say, like, okay. if it's footy another season, if it's cricket another season, like, you yeah. see them that one last hero season, one last time, oh. you know, bring them back. have to be Chris Judd for me. Yeah, okay. I was a massive, massive a Juddy man back in the day. Yeah. So, oh, I loved him. I loved him. I still love him. <laughs> so yeah, that's my answer. There'd yep. be a few though if you if you thought about it. Like, 
I used to love going and watch the Hobart Devils in the NBL back in the day. Be a lot of those guys. I'd love to see run around again. Cricketers, yeah. uh, Ricky Ponting, obviously. obvious one. I'm so excited. Well, at least he's going to be here a little bit. Yeah, that's not right. playing, but exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. amazing. Do you have an opinion on that? Um, obviously from North, probably Harvey would yeah, be Bruno. nice. <laughs> yeah, okay, <Yeah. laughs> good. Imagine we had him right now. Absolutely, oh, that'd be pretty cool. Oh, what I'd like to see—not that he's retired—but I'd really like to have Ben Brown back. That was a big loss. Yeah. Um, obviously over at Melbourne last night, and they uh, they had a good win. The other night. So I'll tell you what was a, we were talking about feel good stories mm. during the week, and we'll see this tomorrow at Blunston Arena with Glenn Archer's son, Jackson, David yeah. under the father son rule. Mm. That was so cool when he rang his dad on FaceTime. Pretty amazing, yeah. Glenn Archer, obviously renowned as a tough guy and all yeah. that, choking up, and oh. yeah, it, was, it was magnificent. It's so really sweet. We wish him all the best tomorrow as he runs out and I know. continuing the Archer legacy at North Melbourne, which is really exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. Oh, I just really want them to get the win. Yeah, I'll. Play this audio back next week. We'll see how we go. You reckon? I reckon they'll go close. Have you tipped them? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't do tipping though. So where's the belief? (laughs) No, I would if I was doing tipping, but I don't. We should have had a tipping competition. (laughs) We should have. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how we go. Um, But yeah. Anyway, we'll. Are you uh, one of these people that can't? Tip on, tip against your own team when you do. Oh no! I have to be honest. I have been tipping against yeah, North. Only I'm the be- same. Well, yeah, I've done it I'm because I really want to win my tipping competition, you know, and I'm not willing to, you know. How are you tracking at the moment? I'm tracking all right. <laughs> <laughs> at the moment. I'm I'm beating my partner by about two uh, two games, but closing in. Um, I've had a couple of losses so far this round. So, so on, we'll one on one is it? One on one tipping? Yeah, one on one. So okay. we'll just we'll see how that goes. Look, I don't know. I it's closing in now, and I've been a bit cocky throughout because <laughs> oh, no. I've been I've been leading. So <laughs> look, I don't know. At the moment, um, I've been tipping against North. To be fair. Um, and I've tipped against them this round, but the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, maybe I need to change. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> maybe I, just, I need to change it. I was confident on the Eagles last night, and yeah. look what happened. Yeah, so look what happened, and now you don't call me an Ostradamus or anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, we'll uh, we we will wait and see. It'll be a good round, and I'm just so it's so nice that they're getting behind Mitchie McPherson. We'll have to chat to him and, and see how that goes. But um, yeah, what a great course. So it'd be awesome to to see North um to see North get the win in this day chatty round. Awesome that they've dedicated to that. So well done. I'm sure they'll have um, the tins out too, rattling them tomorrow. Yeah. So make a donation to Speak Up Stay Chatty if you yeah, can. Yeah, absolutely. Because, uh, a wonderful cause. We heard a lot from Mitch last week doing some great yeah, things Yeah, some in amazing the stuff. Yep, absolutely. And um, and he's encouraged everyone to, to wear some shorts if you can brave the cold. Yes. <laughs> Although, what did we say? There's going to be some showers in the morning, but hopefully It'll be not. fine. Not yeah. too bad for the rest of the day. 11, so I think it if was. If you see me shaking on the boundary in a pair <laughs> of shorts, just please turn away. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll be back after a short break. We are going to talk a little bit about the new FINA policies that have come out. Um, and later on, we're going to touch on Lauren Jackson um, and her return to the Opals. We'll get a bit of an update around what's happening with the cricket, the NBA draft. Um, and we'll unpack round 15 so far in the AFL. We'll be back shortly. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. 
Good morning, it's Holly Fowler and Brent Costello back with you. We're quickly approaching 9am, sun coming up, beautiful day, um, hopefully here in Hobart this morning. Um, we need to touch on, there's been a lot of um, talk this week um, and I've been getting a little bit confused about sort of what's been going on. So I've done a bit of research into um, what's happening with the FINA policy um, and obviously it, it's good to get across this and understand sort of what's happening and what other sporting codes are doing. Um, so FINA has made a decision to toughen restrictions on transgender athletes and other world sporting organizations have indicated that they're going to follow suit um so I'll take you through sort of what's been happening, but um, World Athletics and Soccer's governing body FIFA will change their rules and the International Rugby League Federation has already said that transgender athletes will not be able to play for their countries. Um, and I just, I, it's obviously FINA rules will leave um, some people really devastated. And I guess what are the repercussions of this going to be for local sport? Um, it's just such a it's such a tough one. Sensitive issue, isn't it? Sensitive issue and a tough one for people to navigate because we don't want there to not be inclusion for everyone. You know, sports that one thing where everyone should feel included um, and important and like they're welcome to play any sport that they they want to play. Um, and I guess that raises um, risks of distortion of fairness um, for some athletes, but then it, it raises concerns around people not feeling included yeah. in their sports. It's it's a really tough one. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm no expert, so I can't give um, opinions on this, but I do want sport to be something that's accessible for everyone, no matter yeah. no matter who you are or where you come from. That's I think that's what sport is definitely all about. Um, do we get to the point where we have transgender competitions? Mm. But it is then that unfair but, that these but yeah. they can't compete in um in proper competitions against people um men and women and i guess the thing for that is is that they don't want to i guess be pigeonholed in, into that That's either right, they yeah. want you know if they identify as a man or a woman they want to compete in the in those competitions in those codes as who they are um cricket australia um, and affiliated associations, clubs and indoor centres um, permit players to participate in community cricket competitions in accordance with their gender identity. Um, so the player is basically asked to demonstrate a commitment um, to their gender identity um, and that it's consistent with other aspects of their everyday life. Um, so that can sort of be done by changing appearance and dress, um, changing their given name, taking medication or a combination of those steps, which is interesting. Um, Associations, clubs and indoor centres obviously cannot ask players to undergo medical examinations um, for gender verification um, and grading and selection practices are in place to address concerns of talent disparity um, and to protect the health and safety of the participa participants and to provide fair competitions. So um, that's an interesting one that they, yeah, they, they do permit players um, at that level to participate in community cricket in accordance with whatever gender that they identify with. Um, Tennis Australia um, has transgender inclusion guidelines which apply in local club and associated events um, as well as school competitions and junior development series. Um, so basically what that means is players who identify as women are allowed to play as women and players identifying as men can play as men um, and then gender diverse non-binary players and players part way through agenda affirmation can play in the category in which they feel most comfortable so it's interesting there's in, across all these sporting codes there's some really different 
I guess, ways that um, people are going about it. And as um, FINA has come out with their change in policy, a lot of other organisations are starting to follow suit. Um, so it will be interesting to see what happens. But there's there's some real differing opinions on this. There's opinions around fairness. Yep. Um, and then there's opinions around um, inclusion. So it's a really a really tough one. Yeah, yeah. To and de- it's a delicate situation, isn't mm. it? Sensitive topic, as as we said before. So, yeah, hopefully the right resolutions are reached and um, mm. everyone can get in the room together and and work out something fair and mm. and reasonable in this situation. Yeah, absolutely. And basically, the AOC is as said that they're leaving the decision up to the individual sporting body so the it makes it hard i guess for into like um codes because they don't have a report to go to um to feed through guidelines through through each sporting code and competition the aoc is basically it's up to the individual organization there's no i guess no guidelines or a rule book that people can just go to and be like okay well mm. that's what we get. we've got to follow it's up to that individual organization so i wonder then Oh, if if a certain, if one organisation says no, we're we're keeping it, um, we're allowing everyone, no matter what you know gender you identify with, to play at the highest level in, in this sort of competition. Do we see numbers for that particular sport grow in comparison to others that aren't allowing yep. it? Um, it'll be interesting to see to see what happens in the coming weeks after um, FINA have toughened up on those restrictions to see. Um, yeah, what sporting codes are going to do across the country? So, uh, in particular, obviously, um, with the Commonwealth Games coming up and yeah. and all of that. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Stay tuned on that. But I thought worth presenting the facts because it's so easy to get confused by what's happening um, with every sporting code. So I've sort of tried to, to well. delve into it um, and get my head around it as best. It's important that we understand um, that because it's it's obviously an ever developing area in in sport and um, important to be on top of it. But we'll be back again after a, a quick break. Um, we'll be chatting about Lauren Jackson's exciting return to the Opals. Yes. It's awesome. We'll be back shortly. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie for Taz Racing. Racing matters to Tasmanians. It's why we race. Good morning. Quickly approaching 9.30 this morning. It's Holly Fowler and Brent Costello with you. And uh, we're chatting about round 15 so far. So I'll just go through the games we've had. Um, obviously, Thursday night, the Ds got up, which is which is good after a few losses. Um, Wasn't that a flex of the muscle? After yeah. we all thought they might be having the wobbles. Uh, three losses, the yeah. biff between Milkscombe and May, and all yeah. of a sudden, bang, they knock off Brisbane, who are meant to be one of the premiership fancies. Never in doubt. I tipped Brisbane, so I, I lost that. You would have been happy earlier. They were leading at quarter time. But yeah, I know. They, uh, it went really wrong for them, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Are they pretenders, the Lions? What do you think? No, I think they're... This is their third genuine year having a crack at the flag. Mm. Who like, knows? How many goes do you get at it before you get it right? Um, and then we had... I'm just looking on my AFL app to jog my memory. Oh, obviously, Bulldogs and Hawks. Um, big win for the Bulldogs. Quite a uh, big win, 125 to 83. Um, and then obviously your boys last night, West Coast Eagles. Who were your uh, your best performers? Uh, look, it was good to watch. Uh, Josh Kennedy uh, was up to his old tricks. He's just, uh, I won't say getting better with age, but he's uh, going beautifully. And hopefully, if he continues this sort of form, he can go on uh, next year. Uh, Jack Darling was pretty good. Uh, Peter Wright was outstanding for the Bombers. If he had a kick straight, it might mm. have been a different story because he had a few looks at it. Had eight scoring shots, only got the four goals, though. Yep. Um, but, yeah, no, it was a, just a really good um, team performance. Elliot Yo was great, too. He's obviously missed a lot of footy. In mm. recent times, but uh, was outstanding, I thought as well. Yeah, 
And then uh, Saturday, today, we've got Carlton and Froyo. Yeah, this will be interesting, this game. Mm. Um, obviously, Carlton have got their injury concerns at the moment, particularly in defence, haven't they? So yeah. uh, how they stack up against the Dockers will be interesting. But uh, if Fremantle, who's second on the ladder, Frio's second on the ladder, which is uh, which is great. They've got yeah. a really good young list, uh, yeah, Sarong and Brayshaw and these types of guys. They're really coming into their own now, aren't they? And mm. have been for the last year or two, but... Um, I think Freo will win that one today, only because of Carlton's injuries at the moment. Mm, Next game's a beauty. Yeah. Geelong-Richmond. Geelong-Richmond will hard be a good one. A that's at the G. Yeah, that's a hard one. That is a Who hard one. Who have you tipped in your two-member tipping competition? I tipped the Cats. So, Did you? Oh, yeah, I don't know, though. I'll go the Tigers, I think. Yeah. They're, they're just lurking beautifully at the moment, the Tigers. Yeah. Wait, hang on. I saw on your Twitter last night. Did you have a win? Um, yeah, I had a little sneaky multi. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I told you I'm in good form. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw that on your Twitter. Yeah. I thought, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I um I stay away from, from footy tipping, although for a while I wasn't allowed to bet at all. I had, because um, I used to work, obviously, as an AFL agent back in Melbourne, and I wasn't allowed to bet on eSports. Right. So now that I had it back, when I got it back, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll have a go. Lost all the time. <laughs> so I was just like, no, it's probably yeah. better not to have it. Yeah, no. It's just frustrating. You, you hear about the wins, you don't hear about the losses too much. No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, and then we've got Swans and St Kilda at the SCG. Uh, yeah, got for that? that'll be interesting too. Um, obviously I'm going to 20s. Both of these teams need a win. There's no doubt about that. Um, eighth and ninth at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah, look, Sydney hard to tip against at home, aren't they? So I'll mm. go to the Swans. But uh, St Kilda probably in that one for a while. Although, yeah, I... I feel both ways because I really I I used to work with Brad Crouch and obviously he's over at the Saints now and I'd always love to see like the guys that I worked with have the win. I'm going <laughs> like to write a, those down name dropping players here. No. <laughs> There's one. Crouch is <laughs> such a legend. Um, it was so funny at the I have to tell you a story at the start of because uh, I would look after like sponsorship and endorsements and stuff for the players as well and I'd sort of work out what areas they were sort of interested in um, and see what sort of brand partnerships or interviews or things we could get around I guess their interests so that yep. they were um, natural alignments to things that they were interested in um, and I remember first speaking with Crouchy and I was like so tell me like outside of footy like what do you like and he's like oh I like the dogs and I like chocolate and I was like <laughs> cool so sponsorship options sports bet and Cadbury <laughs> like, that's outstanding <laughs> yeah and he always texts into SEN track like um he's uh, well, he's lived in Adelaide and he um he texts all the time into SEN Track and yeah, right. to to Miles Fitzner up on air with SEN Track and he's always um, tipping in and punning when he's <laughs> loves the dogs. He so loves it. it. He's like, "Yep, the dogs and chocolate." And I was like, "Well, Brad, that doesn't leave me a whole lot to, <laughs> I think <laughs> to that go to work you a lot. with." I don't think, I don't think <laughs> plenty of options there. You're right. Yeah, sports bet, whatever it is, and Cadbury, Buddy yeah. Bet, sports bet. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Um, but no, he's he's funny and his brother as well, legends. Um, yeah, cool. Then what do we got after that? Obviously, we've got North and the Crows. We'll see how that goes. Um, tomorrow at Blunston, we'll be there. I'm just looking at the um, at the sports bet odds. It's North Melbourne, $3.35, and Adelaide Crows, $1.31. Juicy. 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 I don't mind it. I don't mind it either, you know. I might have to jump on. I just don't know. It could go either way. And then we've got um, Collingwood at... Uh, against GWS at the MCG, obviously, with Jordan Dugowie out. Um, Isaac Chug in. He'll be the difference. Our man Chuggy from Tasmania. Yeah. Get, in all seriousness, it'll be interesting to see what sort of Collingwood side turns up mentally. After where, all do you that know week. where Isaac's playing on the field? Where, what position? Oh, I assume you'll be, I don't know, half-back something? I'm yeah, not sure. okay. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, right. Be interesting. I hope he goes well. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, and then at Adelaide Oval, um, later in the weekend, we got Port Adelaide and the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah, so that, that, that'll be a really good game, actually. I think it'll be a good game, too. Gold in, Coast in have been playing really well up in the top end. Absolutely. Adelaide um, is... Port Adelaide's hosting that game, so... Mm. They were good at home last week, of course. So, yeah, it'll be a difficult challenge for the Suns, but uh, they're showing a bit this year, and if they're a serious contender, they need to win this game. Mm, see how we go. Um, crossing over now to, to cricket, obviously um, a pretty good night last night. Tell us about that. Yeah, good win for the Aussies, uh, the yep. last of the, the one-day games over there. So we won the first, we dropped the next uh, few in the middle, and then we won the last one. So yep. uh, we went 3-2 uh, down in the series, but mm. uh, we now look towards the, the test matches, which start from next week. And yep. obviously the big news during the week was Glenn Maxwell being added to the test squad. Obviously mm. Travis Head's under a bit of an injury cloud at the moment. Yep. Um, I think around Ashton Agar as well. Um, so, yeah, Maxie's in, which, well, hopefully awesome. he's in the starting 11. Yep. We'll wait and see, but uh, I reckon it'd be a great result. Bring some X factor to the team. Yeah. Um, and hasn't played first class cricket for, for, oh, sorry, for test cricket for five years, and it's been mm. a long time since he's played a first class game as well, I think. Mm-hmm. So, uh, be a bit of a calculator risk, I reckon, but one that might pay off. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to, for cricket to come back. Summer of cricket. It's just good vibes, isn't it? Yeah. Test ha- Having the test here um, was so fun. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Sinking cans in the grandstand watching. It's just so good. Yeah. Sun's out. Oh, the best the best time ever. Um, tell us a little bit about the, the draft. What's happening with that? Yeah, the BBL draft. So uh, in years gone by, franchises around Australia, the BBL franchises would just go and sign their own players, whoever they wanted. Yeah, okay. But now they've got a draft system in place for all the international players. So um, we're not sure when it will take place yet, but basically it will be all the clubs sitting around. It will be... Um, for the bottom three teams, it'll be a lottery. So the, right. whoever gets the number one picks will, will be the lottery for the bottom three teams. And then the Hurricanes um, will get, hopefully, um, pick, well, that'd be four or something like that. Mm. Hopefully, they'll have the best chance of getting picked for anyway in, the, in the lottery. Yep. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, it's interesting because um, we'll, we'll look at the Adelaide Strikers, for example. Um, Rashid Khan over, over mm. there is obviously a big name for them. Um, if the Hurricanes bid up for Rashid Khan... They couldn't get him because, well, they could, but Adelaide could use a retention pick. So that would mean they can keep Rashid Khan. Right. And the Hurricanes can't get him. Each club only has one retention pick. So it it is fascinating. I think the BBL needs something like this just to get a bit more interest around it. It's Mm. been um, a little bit on the nose the last few years and people are sort of waned a little bit. Because you remember when it first started back in 2011, the crowds at Blunson Arena were packed. You couldn't Mm. get a ticket. Just about. So I think something like this will drive a bit of interest in the competition. And hopefully the Hurricanes do well out of it. I hope so. Come on, the Canes. I'm excited. You're a Canes girl? Yeah, well, I have to be. Hobart. You From know. Melbourne, though. Controversial. I know. But, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. You've got to get behind Hobart. Absolutely. Come on. Absolutely. And purple's my colour as well. Is it? Yeah, I okay. quite like a bit of purple. So, you know, that's all right. It's impor- my favourite colour too. It's important. <laughs> oh, there you go. Random, isn't it? There you go. Um, All right, we'll take a short uh, break now. We'll be back shortly with another game of Word Association. I really enjoyed that last week. So I'm putting you on the spot with that. Um, We'll come back shortly. And it's uh, 32 past nine. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie for Taz Racing. Racing matters to Tasmanians. It's why we race. On Saturdays in Tassie, Word Association. Brent, I loved playing this 
<laughs> last week. Word association was good, good fun. Um, it's 9.34am. We're going to play a quick little game. Um, first off the bat, car parking. Oh, <laughs> not, not, not the right day to be asking me about car parking. <laughs> okay. I've paid 15 bucks to park this morning. Uh, well, we're going with not then. It's not hot or not though, is it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> word, wrong segment. Word association. Terrible. There you go. There's my answer. Terrible. Yeah. If you um, if you know any good parking spots around Macquarie Street, can you please text in? Because I'm really struggling. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. Um, Com Games. Hot. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, it's not hot or not. Oh, my God. <laughs> but word, no, I still think it's hot. Word association. Hot. To... Well, there you go. We're getting confused. <laughs> we are, but it's still hot. I'm looking They're both great have... games. We're just combining the both. I'm looking forward to it. Actually, I should have said Titmus. Because I'm looking forward to Ariane. Oh my god, Can't I'm so wait. excited to see it. What's your favourite event to watch? Swimming. Yeah, same. Yeah, and, and then probably the 100 metres. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I can't. Well, I'm actually looking forward to it. It'll be good. If you were going to be in the Com Games, what would do you think your event would be? Oh, I can't tell. Be a hundred meter sprinter. <laughs> <laughs> physique I got here. I'll dominate. I can see you being a sprinter. <laughs> Come on. I reckon. Maybe for 10 metres. Yeah, I'll be good. <laughs> good over 10 metres. No, for real. What would you pick? <laughs> um. Be nice if the basketball was there. Yeah, that would um, be cool. Uh, discus. <laughs> <laughs> discus even in the comp games? I, I was always so put. terrible at that <laughs> at school. With like, you know how you had those athletics days? I was yeah. so bad at discus. Like, I would. I think one time I accidentally like threw it behind me. Like threw it the wrong way. <laughs> it was just so bad. I, I couldn't do the javelin. I really struggle with javelin. Nah, you got That's a really <laughs> technical thing to try and do. I love it. It's just incredible what they do. It's Absolutely amazing. Um, what else have we got here for word association? You've got one for me, don't you? I've got a few for you. Okay. Tassie weather. Mm, not. I'm not enjoying it. Um, <laughs> Is that your word? Are we going with one word oh, or what? Yeah. Okay. Let me think of the one word. Um, um, chilling. My windows are bloody frozen over during the week, and you know I was what? late for Pilates because my window was frozen oh, over. Oh, poor you. You can't have that. You, you know can't what? be late for Pilates, mate. I reckon this is one of the coldest windows we've had here. But Why is it cold so early? My window hasn't been frozen once. Mine's been frozen. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. I'm in Mount Stewart, so maybe it's, I don't know, up okay. a bit higher. We're on a mountain. Up on the mountain. <laughs> Basically <laughs> on a mountain, a small mountain. Dark mofo. There's my next one for you. Oh, my God. Hot. It was so fun. That was my first. I'm going with hot now, but dark. Um, <laughs> You've hot for everything. Hot, yeah. No, okay. My one word. Let's is, just change the hot or not, will we? <laughs> my one word is unique. It was my first dark ah. mofo because last year when I moved here, I moved off the back of Mona, like closer to Monophoma. Yep. And I didn't get to experience dark mofo. It was unreal. It was so cool. I'm embarrassed to say that's the first time I went to the winter feast last weekend. I lived oh my here all my life, and I've only just got down there. But I thought it was Did magnificent. You love it? it was yeah. awesome. I had a Alcoholic hot chocolate. Oh, hang Unreal. on. So nice. Unreal. Um, it was a big weekend last week, and obviously, um, all the boys that we interviewed as well. We had Campbell Brown, and we had Glenn Boss, and we, um, and we just had such a fun time. We were at the had the races, and they all went to the winter feast as well the night before. Yes. Um, the race day down at, with Taz Racing, and they uh, were a little bit worse for wear after <laughs> <laughs> winter feast. They were the Rat Pack. Now you yeah. emceed. Uh, how was the feedback? Uh, it was really. Oh, feedback was actually all right. Was to be it? fair, okay. yeah, we had um, <laughs> we had a punters club throughout the whole day, and we didn't win a single race oh, all day. No. So I had to deliver the bad news. <laughs> And uh, just being like, there, sorry there? guys, we've uh, we bet eight dollars on that last race on horse one bloody two three, and we didn't <laughs> win a single thing. And everyone's like, oh, 
reckon it was me who had to deliver oh, the no. bad news. But it's okay. It was all it was all so much fun. It was so good to have to have the boys in town um for Ladbrokes and we did a bit of filming and I got to hold um Oh, so they were worried that the Cox Plate was going to be a bit late. They were like, because ah. we were having, we'd advertised a photo opportunity with the Cox Plate. And they're like, oh, it's going to be here, but it might be a little bit late. And Bossy's like, oh, well, I've got, I've got four Cox Plates if you want me just, <laughs> just in my bag. I was like, flex much? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so funny. I've got a couple more for you. Okay. Jeff Kennett. Um, hot. It's not hot or not. I'm going with hot. <laughs> Jeff Kennett's hot. No, explain, explain, no, explain how you got hot for Jeff Kennett. <laughs> I've stuffed up this game. You give me your hot oh, on. You is it hot or not for you or what? What's your word? It's, not hot, it's word association. Yeah, what's your word um, then? Trouble. Trouble? I'll say, yeah, I'll say Jeff's trouble. Okay, uh, explain. When it comes to our Tassie bit anyway, they won't want, Hawthorne won't want us to, uh, although the new incoming president that will replace Jeff later in the year is supportive of a Tassie team. I'm not sure Jeff mm. is. Um, my last one, <laughs> this segment. This segment. <laughs> no, I just got totally mixed up with hot or not. Think, word We've ended up just doing both. We've um, had two segments of hot or not today if you just joined us. Yeah, two segments. Um, <laughs> word association. I'm I'm giving you one again because we spoke about this last week. And last week, during hot or not, I said not. But this week, I'm coming around to this person. But Eddie Maguire. Not. Not again. No, it's not hot or not. I was just tricking. I was tricking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he softened up a little bit about the, the Tassie team this week. He seems to be yeah. giving us a little bit... I don't know. He was really harsh last week. And I thought, Ed, come on, mate. Like, I'm not your biggest fan. But now he's sort of like, maybe we need to So have you a want a word association for Eddie? Yes. Opinionated. Yeah. He, um... he When he was talking to... On, on the show about Jordan Dugowie, he was, um... Yeah, really, really behind him and really supportive of him. Um... Which obviously he's like, oh, I've got no bias, um, but I'm like, well, you kind of do, mate. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, sometimes he really bothers me when he talks about Tassie, and then other times I'm like, oh no, he makes a good point. So yeah. I don't know. He's uh, he's an interesting one. So he's just to clarify, one. Tassie weather was chilling. Yep. Dark Mofo was. I can't remember what you said for that. Jeff Kennett hot. I said unique for Dark. Oh, unique, Mofo. unique. Yes, yeah. yes. Jeff Kennett hot. He didn't really <laughs> explain that one in the end. <laughs> and. This segment you didn't give me an answer for. We get, is it coming back next week, this segment? The, yeah. we just gotta, maybe we have some training during the week. No. Rehearsals. Maybe we just combine them both. Maybe we just keep it going. You've got to go say, hold or not, and then you've got to give a word. Don't mind it. I don't mind it. We'll combine them both. <laughs> Work smarter, not harder. No, I love word association, and I love hold or not, so I've combined the both, and it's it's bloody our show today, and we can make our own rules. Exactly okay? right. <laughs> I'm thinking, is there anything on the text line being like, which game are you guys playing? I'm not sure what's going on. Um, we spoke a little bit earlier as well about two games on a Friday night. What do you reckon? Do you think it works or do you think... It, and it started at 7? Yeah, seven? it did. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like the two on a Friday night. And I think we said about what Hutchie said last week. They, there shouldn't be any overlap. Yeah. There's no need for it. No. So that game started last night, I think, through the third quarter of, of Hawthorne and mm. the Doggies. I just, mm. don't, I just don't know why. You do, it can't be good for the broadcasters. I know they're on, one was a Fox game, one was a 7 game last night, but... Mm. I just don't understand, but but what I was a fan of was the seven o'clock start time. I reckon that's magnificent. Yeah, I didn't um, mind that. Even if it was seven ten, seven twenty, seven fifty is too late on a Friday night. No I, way. I don't know why they. I mean, it gives everyone a chance to get to the ground. I guess that it's coming from After work. If you work, finish late, yeah. want to go for a drink beforehand and that. But for for, for being a dad, you wouldn't ever take your kids to a seven fifty game. I wouldn't have thought no. unless it was um, 
I'd be cranky by 7.50. I yeah, want exactly. to go to bed. Exactly. I'm cranky and want to go to bed. True. Oh, very good. All right. We'll be back after a short break. We're going to preview the AFL um, round, chat a little bit about what's happening um, this weekend in sport. We'll be back shortly. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 Five to ten this morning. Holly Fowler and Brent Costello here with you. Five to ten? Five. Five. Oh, hang on. What am I saying? <laughs> Sorry to everyone in your car. If you just run off the road, you're going to be late getting somewhere. <laughs> Holly I'm, has just had a moment. I'm all over the shop. I've just had a moment. Sorry. We're quickly approaching 9.50. That's we're, better. We're, you're lucky because you still got about 10 minutes with me. I don't know about lucky. I was ready to pack up then. I thought we're like, out of here. I'm off. I'm off. See you later. Oh, don't worry. You've still got 10 minutes left with us. Lucky you because we've, <laughs> it's been a funny show today. We've just been cracking up laughing here. Um, Jeff Kennett, we uh, we were just trolling through hot. Twitter and we yeah. saw... <laughs> not that hot, let's be honest. Um, Should we explain why it was hot? I don't know. Can you explain it, please? No, we move I don't even know. He's definitely not. So I'm saying... <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> um, we was just uh, obviously his comments about the about Tassie and all the rest of it. Um, so Gutters has come out and he's had some words to say. What <laughs> I love Peter Gutwin. Yeah, we bring miss him, him back. We I miss, do him. miss him. I miss Gutters, and he really like pushed for that team, and he's so passionate. Yeah, I was just looking at an article from Brett Stubbs in the Mercury this morning, and yeah. he's uh, had a chat to Peter Gutwin about. Uh, mm. The new Hawthorne president, oh, sorry, he's mentioned the new Hawthorne president, Peter Nankiville, who will take over from Jeff Kennett later this year. But uh, there's a, a quote here uh, from Peter Gutwin. It's pleasing that unlike the current Hawthorne leadership, it appears that Peter Nankiville understands that the game Hawthorne and Tasmania could all be winners from a 19th licence. So mm. there you go. Uh, Andrew Wilkie's comments yesterday were interesting as well. Yeah. He's the he... federal member for Clark. He's mm. not supportive. His quote yesterday was, I will not be chasing $1 of taxpayers' money for a footy stadium when the stadium and the team should be privately funded. The AFL is rich. It has rivers of gold running through it. It has more than enough money to subsidise teams and stadiums. Mm. So, uh, I mean... I don't know. I feel like there's got to be support from both sides. Well, he's he's independent, obviously. So, I guess uh, a lot of the funding would come from Labor, mm. the Labor government. Um, well, I walk past, sure. past his office every day um, um, on the way to work. I just go for a little knock and just, please explain. <laughs> 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 what, we want our team, yeah. right? Do something, please. <laughs> help, us, help, us. help us out. <laughs> oh, he, he wants a team as well. He's yeah. Pretty, he just said but well, he's just the, like, the taxpayer not... should have to pay for it. Yeah. So. Right. Interesting. Okay. We'll see. Um, Mason Cox has become an Australian citizen. Huge. Yeah, it, it is huge. I wonder, I want to know, um, like, I guess what it, what that process looks like. Like, what do you have to know to become an Australian citizen? Do you have to, you have to sit some sort of test. You do you? have to sit yeah. some. It's like, so he's gone and had to sit this, this test and study up. It's pretty impressive. Here's one for you. Who would you like to see become an Australian citizen that is not right now? Mm. Random question. Um, Leave it with me. Oh, take notice have, on that question. I need to have some, some proper thoughts about that because I don't want to just throw out I need to have a think. What about, do you have someone that comes to mind? Josh Majette would be a nice Oh, yeah, okay. Australia, yeah, no, fair he? call. Yeah, fair <laughs> call. That would be good. Yeah. Scotty yeah. Roth? Yes, yeah, Scotty Roth. Make him an Aussie. That'd be cool. I wonder if they'd sit the test. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should do up, like, get them on and do, like, some sort of mock test 
and we'll we'll go. crown them <laughs> as Aussies because <laughs> we um we definitely can do it, that. It won't be official. <laughs> Asterix, yeah. An we'll SEN Aussie. Do a fake little certificate. <laughs> um, obviously, um, some uh, lots of local sport happening this weekend. TSL um is obviously on a buy, but um, there's been a lot happening with local soccer. Can you tell us a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, a couple of games last night in the NPL. Uh, don't usually have Friday night games, but down at Lightwood Park at Kingborough. Yep. It was uh, the home team getting the job done against South Hobart, a really important win because they were pretty close on the ladder. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kingborough Lions men's team get, got the three points over South awesome. Hobart, and it was a demolition job in the the women's game. I think it was something like nine or ten goals to, to nothing uh, between South Hobart and Kingborough. So, yeah, pretty dominant display uh, yeah, from wow. the Lions last night at awesome. home. Um, I can't really give you too much of a report on um, North Hobart women's footy because oh. um, I'm not playing today because I'm here. <laughs> yeah, so you were kicking the jaw off uh, your team this morning. I know, you? I know that they. What were, time's the game? Yeah, they were having a um a, an early one. Of the, that, that's I think that's one of the only ones that we're playing in the morning. Thank goodness, so I won't miss any more games. But I was devastated because we've had a bye for the last two weeks, so I'm getting fat. And I need to get back out there. <laughs> was it last weekend, your ladies' lunch? Yeah, we had ladies' lunch. Yep. Messy or was it okay? Everyone behaved um, themselves? No comment. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no, it was It was a really good day. We had some um, really awesome guest speakers. Um, we had one lady who... She was like a world champion wood chopper, and I'm like, wow! How do you get? How do you make yeah, your Amanda way into beams? being? Yeah, Amanda yep. Beams. Yeah. Yep. How do you make your way into just becoming a wood chopper? Like that's unreal. And she'd beat like some of the men as well. That's and, awesome. Like, she was a real powerhouse. She was awesome. I loved her. But like, how do you get into that? I don't Dad know. Dad gets you to go and chop some wood, and you yeah, and then you realise you're actually good at it. <laughs> I know. She full on wears like because obviously me, I wanted to know about the fashion <laughs> and the stuff behind it. And I was like, so what do you? And they wear like full steel metal socks and stuff. Like you she's want to, never, I suppose, wouldn't you? In case yeah, she had a slip. She'd never had an injury. Um, thank God. But yeah. That's you wouldn't take your take your ankle out, would you? Wouldn't be pleasant. No, but yeah, she was she was unreal, and it was so cool. We had um, yeah, it was, we just left feeling very inspired. inspired. Uh, yeah, and I don't I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to chop any wood. I'm not very good at that, but. Um, my dad always used to send me out to bloody collect sticks when we'd go camping, but I was never in charge of chopping wood. It's just not, that's not going to happen for me. <laughs> um, I will sit back with the wine and uh, <laughs> sit around the fire and watch someone else do it. That's <laughs> not me. Um, we'll be back anyway after a, after a short break. Um, we're nearing 10 o'clock and we'll get out of here soon, but before then we'll go through um, our footy games for this weekend. We'll, um, if you want to text in, please do so. Let us know um, what you thought about the show so far. Um, what you, what, what you thought about, hold on, well, what you thought? What you thought about hot or not? Although, please um, keep it kind. I'm quite <laughs> fragile today. <laughs> um, let us know if you're going to the footy tomorrow and you're going to get down. Or who, who's your pick? Do you think North are going to get up? Let us know. Um, text us in 0437 We'll be back shortly. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437-552-535. It's been such a fun morning. We've been plenty of laughs <laughs> this morning. Sorry. Keep going on. <laughs> How have we got out of 10, do you reckon? If you're rating the show out of 10, <laughs> what would you what Show would you rating, give honestly, I'd give, because uh, I'm feeling sensitive today, I'd give myself a 9. <laughs> <laughs> you pumped your own tyres up. I'd give you a 10. No, you were good. It's been good fun. It's been so good fun. Funny. It's good to have a laugh on a Saturday what? morning. <laughs> 
What's been your favourite? What are you sensitive for today? No, I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe because I, I miss. Well, I missed out on playing footy. I feel a bit bad for the, my team, even though it's probably not a huge loss. I'm about to say, what sort of hole do you think you're leaving the team? Do you reckon they'll be okay? <laughs> it's basically like Jordan to going missing out. Yeah. <laughs> I would compare it to that. Um, what do you got on for the weekend? Uh, yeah, little bits and bobs. Um, yeah. Family stuff today, probably, and um, might head along to the footy tomorrow for a, a squiz. Yeah, you come into the. There's a lunch happening. Yeah, I'll go to the lunch, have a look. Yeah, okay, and, um, fair enough. Yeah, so hopefully, and I'd like to see North Melbourne win. Yeah, we'll I see would. how we go. I'd yeah. love, I'd love to see North too. I don't know. Do you think I should change my tip or not? I think you should. And then you can abuse me if I get it wrong. <laughs> I'll abuse you anyway. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, are you going to rock uh, rock some shorts for stage? Uh, well, I'm, oh, you know, we wouldn't be allowed in the lunch. I, would you? That's what I'm thinking. I, I would have, mm. but I don't know if I'll get into the lunch. Mm-mm. So we'll see. Wear the shorts underneath, or so over that the top. you still I can put them over the top. Over the top, the, the, you reckon? The, the pant on, I can put that's them over the top. <laughs> Maybe it's called fashion. Yeah. All right, look it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, what I'll, about you? You'll be on the boundary. Yeah, I'll be on the boundary Raving tomorrow. That'll be good fun. Um, with Flash and Maddie Capuano, so uh, make sure you tune in on the app sixteen twenty nine in your car. We'll be there talking. It'll be good fun. But um, it's been a great morning. Thanks for joining us. It's been and, good uh, fun, Holly. And uh, go north. We'll see what happens. Yes. Good luck to you, Rose. We'll see you next week, eight till ten. Thanks for joining us um, on SEN Tassie.